0: Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. Have you ever noticed how powerful it is to put a name on something? Let me give you an example. One of the projects I've been working on for a couple of years is called Do It Anyway, and it's an exploration of how we can do meaningful work even when we feel like a fraud, maybe especially when we feel like a fraud. And it all started because I noticed this feeling that I was having when I would show up at an event or when I would write something and share it in public, no matter how big or small the audience was, when I would write something and share it in public, I'd be worried that someone was going to show up and say, hey, wait, 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 excuse me. Hey, what's going on over there? Who gave you permission to do that? Don't you, aren't you worried they'll find out who you really are? Now, there's all sorts of reasons we feel that, and, and I'm exploring that in depth in this project, and you can learn more about it, actually, if you want to go to behaviorgap.com to the home site, homepage, there is a, uh, a free online course I've put up exploring this, and I'd love your feedback on it, but there's a whole bunch of reasons we feel that way, but what was so powerful for me is just finding out that it had a name. In fact, the story is I was talking to a executive coach as part of a, some work I was doing with a big company. They paid for me to have a chat with an executive coach before we decided that I should join. And I was explaining this feeling to her. you know and I was writing this weekly column with the New York Times. I mean I was doing a lot of work that was being seen by people. But you know what that almost doesn't even matter. Anytime I would share anything in public, no matter how big or small the audience was, I was describing to her this feeling I had of like this kind of pit in my stomach and this fear that I didn't, you know, that it was all luck, that it was all luck. And I was describing this to her and she said, do you know that has a name? And I said, I was like, what? What do you mean? Like, first of all, the fact that it has a name means that someone else has felt it. Right? It may even mean that somebody else knows what I'm feeling. It may even mean that there might be information out there about how to deal with it. Right. That's sort of the implication that I took away from the idea that it had a name. And she told me, yeah, it has a name. It's called the imposter syndrome. <laughs> and I remember, I almost can't be too dramatic about that, because I remember it being really a dramatic moment for me, thinking, oh my gosh, this has a name. Right, and then I thought, oh, all those things I just mentioned. You know, the fact that it has a name means other people have felt it. It probably means there's been some study and academic work done on it. probably means I can figure it out. So uh, that's the narrow, simple point I wanted to make today, is finding out the power of naming something. The power of naming something and how powerful that can be in our lives. And I'm excited to explore more of that in this upcoming project. But that's the point I wanted to make, just how powerful it can be to name a feeling. Now, let me just make one last little point. In order to name it, we have to notice that we're feeling it. And I think when it comes to any work we're doing, noticing that you're feeling something is the first step. Instead of just sort of subconsciously continuing to feel it without ever going pausing long enough to go, oh, isn't that interesting? I'm feeling that feeling again. Then after we notice it, we can put a name on it and how powerful that process can be. Thanks for listening. That wraps up another episode of Behavior Gap Radio.